Hello, and welcome to the Model Shop Podcast. My name is Theo, and I'll be your host as we explore the incredible history of Walt Disney Imagineering. We'll get to know some Imagineers, experience extinct attractions, and always be on the lookout for extra pixie dust. For our very first episode, I wanted to share the story of an Imagineer whose career involves a lot of firsts, and whose work inspired me to begin this podcast in the first place. He had a large hand in creating two of my all-time favorite Disney attractions, the two giants of New Orleans Square. If you still don't know who I'm talking about, and I wouldn't be surprised if you don't because that description actually fits many famous Imagineers, allow me to introduce you to Francis Xavier Atencio, more commonly referred to as X, who you can thank for not only some of your favorite Disney movies, but some of the most memorable and awesome attractions in the parks. X seems like he was such a genuinely amazing, down-to-earth, and funny guy, and his story is one of my favorites, because I think it really captures the endless possibilities within working for Disney. But before we learn that story, let's go back to the beginning. X was born on September 4th, 1919, in Wallensburg, Colorado. He loved art, and so for college, he attended an art school in Los Angeles, California. He was pretty shy, especially in his childhood and college days, so it required some encouragement on the part of his professors for him to apply to Walt Disney Studios. He was pretty sure that it was a long shot and that he wouldn't get it because he was so young, but he got the surprise of his life when he was hired at Walt Disney Animation Studios. When X heard the news, he was so excited that he ran around the town, screaming all the way to his aunt's house, declaring to everyone that could hear him that he got a job at Disney. I am pretty confident that I would have an extremely similar reaction, so I can in no way blame him. This job at Disney was as an animator working on some of the most famous Disney films in history. His first task was as an in-betweener for Pinocchio. Basically, he took key character poses that the more senior animators had drawn and made them flow more smoothly together. For Fantasia, he was promoted to assistant animator before he left the studio for a few years during World War II to serve in the United States military. When he came back, he worked a lot on stop-motion animation and on some of the animated sequences in live-action movies, such as the iconic Mary Poppins. It was in 1965 that he started working in Walt Disney Imagineering, and his first task was to help create the Primeval World Diorama that can now be seen in the Grand Circle Tour of the Disneyland Railroad. Though this was a bit of a career shift for him, it wasn't too different from what he had been working on before. It was still in the realm of visual arts, so it was obviously 3D instead of the 2D of animation. But it wouldn't be long before X's life and career would change even more drastically, due to a meeting with Walt Disney. Now, I hate to leave you on a cliffhanger, but before I talk about X's next experience within the Disney company, I want to talk about his adorable and so supportive relationship with Walt Disney himself. X looked up to Walt so much, describing him as the ideal father figure. The story of their meeting is, the story of the first time that they met is so wholesome, and I really wanted to share it with all of you. So, they were standing in an elevator together, and X was so nervous because, you know, the big guy, the big boss of the company, and he's just standing in the elevator with you. 
X was really scared, but he managed to say, Hi, Walt, and Walt responded very enthusiastically, Hi, X. And X said that he basically almost fell to his knees because he was just so excited that Walt Disney knew his name and who he was. X admired Walt so much, both as an artist and storyteller, but also as a person. Bringing it back to X's massive career change, another reason that many people, X included, admire Walt is that he had a talent for recognizing other people's talent, even if they didn't yet know they had it. And X's story is a perfect example of that. During the fateful meeting, Walt asked X to write the script for the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. This was completely different from anything X had ever done in his life, and he was very scared to do it, but he was even more scared to let Walt down, so he decided to give it a shot. Well, this shot resulted in X writing the entire script for the Pirates attraction, eventually showing a mock-up of it to Walt in the legendary office chair tour of the attraction. As they rode through, the dialogue that X had worked so hard on began to blend together and layer on top of each other, and it was basically impossible to make out more than a couple of lines at a time. X was absolutely mortified, and the second the ride ended, he apologized up and down. But Walt, seeing the potential of this arrangement, told him that it was actually perfect. He said that people would want to come back and ride the attraction again to hear something different, and it made it more true to life. Walt said that it sounded like a cocktail party, where you could pass in and out of different conversations and never get bored. I definitely see that shining through in the Pirates attraction today, and I think it definitely shows Walt's creativity. After working on the script, X decided that Pirates could benefit from a song to tie all of the scenes together. He wrote a super rough draft of a song to show Walt the kind of thing he was envisioning, and definitely expected the work to be passed on to the legendary songwriting duo, the Sherman Brothers. So it was much to X's surprise that when Walt heard it, he told him to write the lyrics. This was the first song X Atencio had literally ever written in his entire life, and it was Yoho, A Pirate's Life for Me. That song is the entire pirate's attraction. It's so piratey and so amazing, and that was his first ever song. Insane. Anyway, now that I'm done being jealous of X's songwriting skills, we can move on to another amazing song and script that he wrote, and that was for The Haunted Mansion. He wrote the song Grim Grinning Ghosts in addition to the entire legendary script. A lesser known and now extinct attraction that also had the honor of being graced by X's songwriting abilities existed in Epcot and had the theme song and title, If You Had Wings. This attraction was originally an ad for an airline, and the guest would go around the world in an Omnimover-type ride vehicle not unlike those used in a haunted mansion. The guest would see scenes from all around the world, and it's gone now, but the concept for the attraction reminds me a ton of Soarin' Around the World. I think it's so cool that this awesome idea was reused when the technology allowed for it to be even better, though I'm a little bitter that we don't still have the song. So now that you know a little bit about X's story and work, let's step out of the model shop and into Disneyland itself to try and find some evidence of X Atencio in the park. 
First up, we obviously have to stop in Pirates of the Caribbean, where X not only wrote the script and the song, but is also the voice of the Jolly Roger that welcomes you to the world of the pirates. This audio is really X's voice. In The Haunted Mansion, his voice also makes a guest appearance. Right after the endless hallway scene, there is the conservatory scene, with a coffin and a guy inside of it yelling, Let me out! Let me out! That is also X's voice. Coming out of New Orleans Square and making our way down Main Street, USA, let's stop at X's window, right above the Mad Hatter store. For those of you who aren't familiar with the custom of famous Imagineers being memorialized through their windows on Main Street USA, basically when someone has contributed to the creation of the Disney parks, they are honored with a window on the second story. They're honored with a fictional business title on the second story windows of Main Street USA. X's is right above the Mad Hatter store on the right side of the Main Street Plaza area, and it reads The Musical Quill, lyrics and librettos by Exitensio. So next time you're in the parks, think about X as you ride the best attraction, Pirates, and as you hang out on Main Street USA. So... So one of my favorite parts about Disney is that it adds a little bit of magic or pixie dust to every day, and I would like to end every podcast episode with a little bit of my own pixie dust. This could be a quote, an image, something to look for, or something else completely random that will hopefully add some happiness or laughter to your day. Today, though, it's going to be a Walt Disney quote because, well, I don't think I have to justify that here. So today's pixie dust is... You can design and create and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it takes people to make that dream a reality. I love that quote because I see it as both being about you, the guest, doing your part to fulfill Walt Disney's dream. As you enjoy your time in the park, he created specifically for people to enjoy their time in. But I think it's, but it's also about the amazing Imagineers who created the parks. Even if Walt would have had an incredible idea, it never would have it never would have become anywhere near as magical or beautiful as it is today if it weren't for the people who dedicated their lives to bringing real life magic into the world. X and so many other people worked so hard to create Disneyland, and I think that it is high time that we honored them and appreciated their work. So thank you guys so much for listening to the first ever episode of the Model Shop Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I will see you next week.